And good morning. It's Chad Jordan and Larry Jordan, who is out of the studio at the moment, walking in the studio. Um, it is the Palmetto Real Estate Pros with Chad and Larry, and we are joining you today to talk about real estate in South Carolina and the Columbia area. Uh, we've got a great guest with us this morning, Tim Miles, while he gets ready and Get situated in the studio. I think he's getting out of the parking lot, whatever. We'll find him shortly. We'll round him up somewhere around there. So Tim Miles joining us from uh, the city of West Columbia mayor. Um, so that'll be be good conversation to have. What we want to talk about is several topics, including, um, you know, what's happening on the other side of the river right across the, uh, the Vista area in downtown Columbia. You will find West Columbia. The city that's uh, growing pretty rapidly, from what I understand, our office is in West Columbia, so it's a perfect choice to have someone in the studio who is, in, in essence, our mayor for where we do business. And so this will be really interesting because uh, the community that you're doing business in has a huge impact on your business. And that's kind of some of the things we want to talk about here is what what happens when you have a, a government that's... Um, pro-business, that wants to see things grow, that that uh, is encouraging that. And you also have the other side of that, unfortunately, where you have uh, some places where it's difficult to do business. And not just business, but have a, uh, you know, cumbersome rules, zoning ordinances, all those kind of things. These are some of the, the things that happen when you're in a government, uh, whether it be local. Of course, people mostly talk about the national politics but there's a saying that goes around, and I think it's uh, it's fitting here. All politics is local. Very true because just because we get so involved in those folks up in Washington, they are, uh, and this is literal, right? <laughs> they are detached from us in many ways. They're in Washington, D.C., uh, very much needed. Uh, you know, Hopefully they're doing things that are helping us as uh, general citizens. But we want to see uh, that the local folks are, are have more um, hands-on things that are affecting us in our local markets. And that's why we have Tim Miles joining us here soon today and uh, hopefully go over some of those things. And, you know, where whoever is out there listening, I'm sure we've got people in Columbia uh, that are, you know, there's a new mayor there, Rickerman. Uh, we've got West Columbia that we're going to be talking to the mayor today, Casey, Springdale, and it's very interesting because a lot of these municipalities are so close together. So good example, that is West Columbia. Within a mile of West Columbia, you have Casey and Springdale, all municipalities that are operating in a very short um, circumference, I guess, if you will, of uh, properties or, or uh, area. And so you have to be be mindful wherever you're working that each place you're you're working, if you're in real estate, they have different rules, regulations. Some have rules on where you can put signs, if you can put a sign up. So you really need to check those local ordinances and rules in order to get um get the details so you're not violating something. That would be bad, right? So um, is there someone? Do we have a, a caller on the phone? Yep. All right. Let's see who who do we have with us today. Jim, Jim, yeah. how can I help you? Hi, right, sir. How you doing? Good. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I had a question. Uh, is, it, is there any way you can lower the property taxes? Uh, I, you know, I brought a pro I bought a property, and then they were charging me 
they were overcharging me actually and, and I had to go through this bureaucratic system and all this paperwork and stuff and then they oh okay you're not actually living at the property so okay mm. we can lower your taxes and whatnot and uh, I mean it, it's just ridiculous the, the amount of paperwork and the bureaucratic uh, this, this, this is a great question Jim because when you said you're not living in the property they they uh the taxes are are a lot higher for non-owner occupied properties there are things you can do to try to challenge the assessment and so the the legal term for what property taxes are is ad valorem taxes which really means at value and so in 2006 the state changed the rules it used to be that you know they reassessed the properties every five or ten years i don't remember how often it was but um, and they still do that every five years. They reassess the value of each property. Seems like they keep raising the rates. Right, and so, but and that's that's what I was going to say is like they the the uh, va- even if the valuation hasn't changed of your property legally, they could change the millage. And so there's a lot that goes into our property taxes. The millage is how they calculate your property taxes. That's going to be things like how much is the fire and safety division or part of your tax bill how how much is the uh the trash service if you get that and so some people like to live out in the country and one of the reasons is because the taxes are a lot less so it you can challenge the value but it's not gonna probably if you're going from a four percent to a six percent the difference is not two percent which you probably found out is that right it's usually three or four times whatever your owner occupied rate is you still with us, Jim? Well, yes, yes, okay. yeah. I noticed they, um, well, they've increased the value of the properties, but, uh, I mean, like, the, the, the level that they coordinate with the um, the value that they're valued at and then the taxes, it, it doesn't make sense. You're, you're right. So, let's, uh, it probably you need to, you may need to, Call us after hours. We can look at that for you. you call us afterwards at 803-939-8562. We appreciate you calling, Jim. And when uh, we'll, well, I'll continue to talk about that a little bit. So you you have a couple issues there with between uh, your non-owner occupant in the house. So your taxes are automatically more. You're not the difference. As I said, is not. Two percent. You're assessed at a four percent rate if you're an owner occupant. Six percent if you're a non-owner occupant. But you also lose what the state covers a big portion of your uh, school funding um, when you're an owner occupant. That goes away when you're not. So there's a lot of things to consider. We obviously can't complete the whole task of, of solving it over the air. But we we'd be glad to, for you to give it, give us a call after hours or when we're done here and uh, we can definitely go over that with you and this is something people run into a lot they move out of state they move away right mr jordan i see you're here i'm here okay he made it and mr tim miles good to have you good to see you yes sir so we um we see this all the time people leave their house they decide you know what i'll just rent my house and my payment is only x and then when they leave the house and they move away um, it's reassessed at a non-owner occupied rate, and their taxes go from, you know, just throwing out a number, a thousand dollars to twenty-five hundred or three thousand, which affects the the payment, and it messes up the escrows if there's an escrow on the house. 
all these things come into play when you're you got to think about these things before you make that move and so um as we continue again call in after hours for that kind of stuff we do have tim miles with us today we're so grateful to have you with us mr mayor good to see y'all yes sir so tim and we found something on you online can you believe that something good (laughs) (laughs) we just only found the good thing so this is interesting in june west columbia mayor and managing partner at the miles law firm so we're learning something about you so far tim miles was named one of the most 50th 50 powerful people in the midlands i i I was surprised by that as well. <laughs> that is amazing. So we have a powerful person in our studio. We'll try to contain ourselves, and um, we'll just absorb the power, hopefully. Some of it will rub <laughs> off on us. And as as we go to break, um, when we come back, we'll talk to you some more about things happening in West Columbia. Absolutely. All right, guys, hold on through the break. We'll see you shortly. We're back. It's the Palmetto Real Estate Pros with Chad and Larry. Uh, we we found Larry and uh, the mayor in the parking lot. Brought him inside. Said, "Well, let's let's just have a little interview." Is that is that right, Mr. Jordan? Well, we were talking about you while we were outside. <laughs> okay. I just happened by, and he got me by. The car. That's awesome. So we do have the mayor, Tim Miles from uh, West Columbia, the mayor of West Columbia, and uh, it's an honor to have you with us today especially considering you're one of the 50 most powerful people in the Midlands, which this is really exciting. So uh, tell us uh, how long you've been mayor and a little bit about what's happening in West Columbia. I'm in my third year as mayor. Um, I was on city council for, I think, six or seven years before that. So I've been involved over there for going on close to a decade. Um, We've had a really good run uh, over the last several years. Um, We've kind of streamlined the process and tried to, Try to make sure that we're open and willing to work with folks who want to come and invest in our city over there um, to the extent that we're possible to, to arrive at a yes when somebody comes to us with an idea, unless there's a real real need to say no, we try to find a way to say yes to them, to bring them in. And- well, that's great. Uh, we Actually, I just had a conversation yesterday with someone, and I won't mention the place because, you know, we don't want to talk about people, but... It was an area, in, uh, and it wasn't local right around us, but uh, the contractor was talking about how the area where he's from, he does no business whatsoever because the rules are so onerous and the um, the zoning or whatever it is, it just makes it such that um, they don't do any business there. And it's interesting because a week before that, I'd asked someone about a property in this area, and it's an, it was in a downtown area, and the the person i was speaking to said i don't do business there either so when a business uh when when a place has a they do get reputations and it kind of goes around you probably want to stay away so it's good to hear and we we work in west columbia our office is there that's a place that's open for business and and that that welcomes people to come in the way that i look at it it's our job as city government to try to get the ball moved as far along as we can while the times are good because that window is going to close eventually. I hope it stays open as long as it can, but eventually the tides turn, right? And I understand that while times are good, there's a lot of people out there who have money who want to come invest and start a business or expand a business or develop property, whatever it may be. And they have a lot of different areas where they can go put that money. it's, It's important for us to make sure that when they come to us, that we get them an answer and be willing to, to work with them to arrive at a point where we can allow them to do what they need to do, but that we get that to them quickly so they can make the decisions 
And if they need to move on, they can. And if not, we can beat the other folks to the punch and get them in West Columbia. That's great. And it's a great place to do business. And, you know, I, I was mentioning before you guys came in that it's so important to check with your local, um, you know, the, the mayor's office or the local place where you're doing business because you certainly don't want to just do stuff and then ask for permission later. You want to check to make sure you're doing it the right way because, you know, even though you want to be encourage people to do business, you have to make sure you're doing it the right way, you know, pulling permits and those kind of things. That's for people's health and safety, the well-being of the public, all those things. And I wanted to mention, um, I, I pulled up some information. It's, it's dated a little bit. We use this uh, website, City Data, to get data when we're looking to go into new areas to see that there's growth happening. I had no idea the population in 2019 of West Columbia, now these are residents, was around 18,000 people. Yeah, we've expanded over the last several years. There's a lot of folks who have moved back in, given the infield developments that we've had, so that's run the numbers up. We've expanded our boundaries a little bit and taken in some unincorporated land as well, but you know we're not real heavy on annexation and expansion of the geographic area. But folks see the you know, wonderful quality of life that we have, the closeness that we have to downtown, um, the arts community that we have, the wonderful restaurants, the investments that we've made, you know, into public parks and increasing that quality of life. And they, they want to come enjoy that. That's right. The waterfront there, the the yeah. riverfront is, is beautiful. It's a great place to enjoy time with the family or hang out. And um, what was amazing, too, is like I see the population. Obviously, you said it's increased. I would I would certainly expect that since 2019. But the change was what was amazing to me. Since 2000, the change, 37.8%. Now, that's incredible. <laughs> that's, that's some growth. Yeah. So we've had great growth. And when I first went on city council, and I'm not saying this is a result of my you know, actions on city council, but but he's he's really one of these most important people. <laughs> that's the power. That's the power bringing us all. Yeah. Yes. So we we've got a very important plan in West Columbia, and that's that's what I think has made so much of a difference. When I first went on city council, there was no long term planning. There was no let's look not just at this year, but what we want to be doing in five years or ten years or twenty years. And we really changed that. I don't mean in the last few years I've been mayor, but over over the decade that I've spent in city government, we've worked together as a great team to come up with a long-term plan. And what folks are seeing are things that we've worked on for years after years. It's the longest overnight success that you'll find. You know, <laughs> we've worked on it year after year, and it's coming to fruition. And that's, that's a great word because the same way in business, when you're in business, you can't just look at what's happening today. You have to take care of today's issues, but you know, and this is a problem probably with organizations, whether it be governments or whatever, is just looking at today and not thinking, okay, if we're growing at 37.8%, we need to think about infrastructure. We need to think about where we're going to put people, how we're going to grow, how do we have place for that, and a planning in advance. So that's a, that's good to hear that you guys have been working on those things. Yeah, so I, you know, I think that infill development in a city like ours, where, where we are geographically positioned, is you know is crucial to the long-term development it, it, it puts folks living in the areas where they need to be um, and that helps to minimize the traffic that you have running on the roads um, so I, I'm, I'm very very positive towards the infield developments that we have in West Columbia um, I hope we'll attract some more we've got several that are currently in the works and I think there's as much if the tides if, if times stay good there's as much 
positive stuff in the works right now as folks have seen and noticed over the past you know, five, six years. That's great. And uh, West Columbia is in, a, in a, an amazing location. I mean, when you cross over, I mentioned this before you guys showed up, we're right, I mean, West Columbia is right across the river from downtown Columbia, the University of South Carolina, the Vista. And so it's a, it's a great location for folks who, you know, I, I want to be close to the city, but I don't want to be in the city. You just cross over the river, come into West Columbia, and uh, I'm sure you would agree to have find a pl- good, great place to live. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I practiced downtown for over a decade, and um, I love downtown Columbia. I'm not running downtown Columbia down at all. I, I love it. And, and it's a lot of the reason why we're as great as we are in West Columbia. But there's something special, and it feels nice at the end of the day when you get finished up working downtown and you cross that river and you just kind of decompress a little bit. Um, it's a wonderful feeling. Well, this is good news. So uh, I want to ask you also, how have you guys dealt with this? Uh, you said you've been mayor for around three years. So you've you've kind of went through this coronavirus stuff. How How is the city dealing with that? How have you dealt with it? What What's, what's the plan now? Because it's, a lot of a lot of local municipalities are in the news, you know, with mandates or no mandates and all those kind of things. Tell us a little bit about how you guys are handling that. So, you know, the most drastic changes were on the front end of it, and that's normally the case with, with most things. And what we did, you know, we, we've had, I think, two mandates um, over the course of these years. We have consulted with Lexington Medical Center, um, and we've taken their advice and we've reviewed it, and whenever we've needed to make changes with the way that we've done things, We've made those changes largely to help protect our hospital and to make sure that they're able to adjust and, and provide service and treatment for everybody in our community. We certainly don't like making changes that, that don't need to be made or had to be made, but I feel like when you rely on a hospital, if they come to you and ask for you to do something, um, particularly in these times, you need to heed what they're asking for um, and make those changes. The big thing that we did, we looked at our long-term processes, the way that we deliver services, um, the way that our folks work, the way that our sanitation works, and across the board. And we made changes that helped us during the pandemic. But we also looked at it with a long-term vision. And we said, hey, this is the way we've been doing stuff in the past, but we can do it this way now. And there were a lot of things that we were able to improve our processes on um, due to having to give it a fresh look during the pandemic. So we, we've recognized some long-term improvements as a result of the changes we've had to make. And this is what you would, you would expect from your local government uh, to, to look at the facts and to make reasonable decisions, not unreasonable decisions, but reasonable decisions, obviously, because you didn't want to protect people. So that's a good, good thing. So tell it, can you tell us anything about what's coming? That's, that's publicly like you could share with us. We've got several, um, well, we've got multiple, um, infill redevelopment projects that are at various stages of approval. I don't mean city approval, but you, know, you look at the owner side, trying to figure out if they can pull all the pieces together. And I really feel like if the tides hold good um, over the next year or two, those things are going to come to fruition, and they will be as transformative as anything that you have seen in West Columbia. There, there are three projects in particular um, that will absolutely change the face of West Columbia beyond the River District. Well, I know um, Mr. Jordan wants some more restaurants, so uh, maybe you'll get a restaurant. 
Hey, uh, right, another restaurant. You can look at me and tell I'm a big <laughs> fan of restaurants. <laughs> it, it, look, everybody, everyone in here, we're all the picture of health. Okay, so lots of working out. Um, you know, so we're all healthy. But yeah, that's good because we all like to eat. You know, this is one thing that you kind of can uh, count on. People like to eat, and um, you know, unfortunately, the stuff going on in the market is put a real strain on restaurants. So it's good to support those folks. So that's the other thing. You know, people um, talk about wanting more restaurants or retail as opposed to housing development, right? Well, if you don't bring the folks in to support those restaurants and the retail, when the restaurants and retails do their market analysis, they know that there's not a, a constant flow of activity throughout the day to support their new investment, and they don't come. So that's why the investment in housing is so important because it allows you to attract those other things that everyone including the folks who have lived there for a long time want to see that's right the data that i looked up online they have much more uh detailed data and they're looking at all the numbers and i think we only have about what 30 seconds left here but um when we get back from the break we'll talk about some more of the things happening in the west columbia area and how that affects your way of life. Uh, maybe not you if you don't live in West Columbia, but still, tangentially, it probably does. If you come through West Columbia, you're affected. If you don't live there, please come see us. That's right. He, he wants you to buy a house and uh, settle down. So uh, we will see you on the other side of about a two-minute break. Remember, you can go to palmettorealestatepros.com. Check us out online. Check our podcast out. And we will see you in about two minutes. Hello, this is Chad and Larry and Tim Miles with us today. This is the Palmetto Real Estate Pros.com. Thank you for listening in. And uh, if you have a question or a comment, you can certainly call in. I think, uh, Erica, I have to apologize to you. You called in and we didn't answer the phone. We were so enthralled with one of the 50 most powerful people in the Midlands. How could we not continue our conversation, right? So, uh, Tim Miles, we're so grateful to have you with us. Uh, mayor of uh, west columbia um so larry yeah and if you're out there listening you want to call in you got a question for the mayor he knows all the answers uh ha- happy to try to answer <laughs> that's right so we were talking during the break and i don't want to throw something on you but i did want to ask you because there's been a, a lot of conversation about lexington county the county and i know the county Of course, the county and what the state does obviously affects the local folks like you guys. The county had, uh, and and I don't know what the result, end result has been, but they they passed something about development and changing, uh, you know, the way things, you know, the size of the builders can come in. Um, Do you have an update on that or what what that looks like for you guys or for us in the county? We um, went out and specifically solicited areas um, that were, adjacent to West Columbia, but unincorporated to bring them into the city so that would not be applicable. Listen, I'm fortunate because the municipality that I represent um, is on the far eastern end of the county, right? Um, So we don't deal with a whole lot of sprawl traffic. We don't deal with a whole lot of those issues. But my personal opinion is a problem that doesn't affect me, and I probably don't have much of a reason to have an opinion on it. I don't know that the approach of increasing the 
lot size is going to address the problem that the county's trying to address. I think you're going to have as many folks who want to come live in our county for all the things that attracted each one of us to it. Um, you're going to have the same number of people who want to come. They're going to end up with a bigger yard, which is going to push the sprawl further and further out. And I'm sure you don't want to say this, but I'll say this. This kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier. They've talked about this for years, I mean, 20 years, maybe more, about, you know, traffic problems and stuff. And so, but nobody's really decided that we're going to address it. So now it's a issue and it affects, you know, it really affects like builders and people wanting to come in because increasing, for instance, one of the things was increasing the size to, I think, a half acre for every lot. Which sounds great if you want to buy a house, right? I mean, you know, hey, I'd like more land. I'd like a little more space. The problem with that is it increases prices drastically when you have to increase the the footprint of every single home you build. And and for some builders, it just says, you know, that's not interesting to me anymore. I just won't come. Yeah, so, uh, yeah that's, that's their ball of wax, and I hope it works out well for them. Um, we work very well with the county. And uh, I'm, I'm glad and, and thankful that we don't have to deal with that particular issue to the extent that they do, and uh, I wish them the best with it. And this is why you're one of the 50 most powerful people in the Midlands. That answer was beautiful. <laughs> so I have, we, we're in real estate, right? So we can, we can say, hey, we don't, this is a challenge for us because, you know, we, we are doing a real estate show, okay? Our show is about real estate. And this is the challenge we're facing on an everyday basis is inventory is, is, is just so low. And it's not going to help when you put more and more restrictions on builders when we, we need to see more properties coming on to market. Um, you know, we, we want to see that continue. And it's not just so that we can sell more houses. It's because we're, I mean, we obviously want to sell more houses, but we're representing people. And it's a real challenge. I mean, people are getting very frustrated because they may make three, four, five offers on a house and be in line, right? So we've seen almost like auction style <laughs> when people list their house. Yeah, yes. it, it's kind of crazy because you, we've had people, they've made five offers, and they made offers over the asking price and still did not get the house. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like what I'm seeing in the housing market right now. It, it is incredible. So last week we had some st- statistics, and – and this covers the entire Midlands, which is we got this this information from our local multiple listing service, which is the Midlands, which reaches into Lexington, Richland, Kershaw, Lugolf, a little bit. You know, it's a wide area. And there was only 890 homes on the market. That's incredible. I mean, in that area our size, that you can see the challenge that makes when people are looking to buy something. And, Chad, if you remember that, uh, regular rental homes, there were only 42 that were showing up that were listed showing there. up in the multiple listing yeah, so a lot of those won't ever hit mls so no. you just have to really be patient um it's not impossible to find a house and i'm sure uh tim would encourage you look let's 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 try to find stuff in west columbia there's things <laughs> out there um but you just got to be a little more patient and realize that you know there is a lot of pressure on price because of the inventory shortages you know folks for years have seen how wonderful south carolina is to live in and and they've come and they've moved down to the coast and they've come and they've moved to greenville and spartanburg and they had their explosions of population and, and those have continued 
But I think over the last couple of years, folks have realized that there's a lot of value to living in the Midlands. Um, and there's a lot of wonderful quality of life things that come along with living in the Midlands. And I think that uh, a, a large part of what we're seeing, um, you've got the overall national trend of, of limited supply, but you've also got folks who are, for the first time in a long time, saying, hey, I think I can stay here in the Midlands as, as they grow up and become adults. Or you've got folks who are looking to move to the south who are looking here instead of looking in Charleston or Greenville. Um, and I think that's helping to add to the overall demand of our, of our housing situation. Yeah, and what's so great about this area is it's only an hour or two to anything anywhere you would ever want to go. That's right. So I, I have a sister who lives in Mount Pleasant, and uh, I often think about when I used to live in Charleston where I used to live. It's about an hour from where I used to live in Charleston to over where she is in Mount Pleasant. You know, it's not it's not a whole lot of difference between where I live now and where she lives. And, you know, we got a great zoo. We've got the University of South Carolina. Any kind of sporting events you want to see, the Lady Gamcocks keep on winning. Yeah. So we have a wonderful zoo, and uh, I would encourage anyone um, who has not been to the zoo through the botanical garden side. Um, even if you've lived here your whole life and you go to the zoo all the time, but you only come in from the one side, please go check it out from the other side one time. It's a completely different experience coming in through um, the zoo from the botanical gardens. There's a lot of wonderful ideas and things being kicked around for the zoo currently. Um, we think the zoo is just a tremendous asset for all of us. I've never taken someone to the zoo and had them be disappointed. Those folks do an unbelievable job. That's right. And that's the West Columbia side of the zoo. That is the West Columbia <laughs> that's side right. of the so zoo. So we want you to come through that side of the zoo. <laughs> much much uh, nicer. You get a botanical garden and everything. <laughs> so this is great. And, you know, one of the things that uh, kind of our first caller brought up to my attention was, um, you know, taxes. Right? So everyone wants to know, like, taxes. So I'll give you a second to talk about that, but I wanted to kind of, if you could kind of mention how it works. You know, some people think, well, I just pay too much, but there's a lot that goes into that. You know, tell us a little bit about that. So there's a lot that goes into, into the taxes that, that you pay. You know, um, if you have a home or a business, um, there's money that comes out that funds your local schools, it funds your city if you live inside of an incorporated area. If not, there's you know, the county. And for the most part, all the services that you receive are funded through that. Um, and there, there's other governmental streams of income that, that provide a lot of things. But if you look at your local government, everything that you receive uh, comes from those property taxes. Um, so a lot of times folks don't feel like they're getting a good deal, um, but it costs a lot to provide those services. We work very, very hard in West Columbia, um, Lexington County, to try to minimize that tax impact because it's important leaves as much money as possible in your pocket. It also gives us an opportunity. We, we sit down with folks who are looking to bring businesses or developments over to West Columbia, and we can show them. Um, we have graphs and charts and, and say, hey, look, if you put your business here, let's say it's a rental deal, right? Um, we can show them and say, if you put your business here, as opposed to a couple miles away in a different tax scenario, um, these are the additional months of rental income that you get to put in your pocket. Um, we will cover your tax bill this many weeks or months quicker than the other side will. Um, and that's been a wonderful, wonderful tool in recruiting folks to come to our side because you know, when you work, you want to keep as much of your money as you can. You want to pay your, pay, pay your part and make sure you do everything you need. Um, 
but at the end of the day, you need to keep as much as you can, and we allow folks to do that. And that's that's a good good word because you know this is why we go to places like the the online where we're checking the growth rates of areas. We looked at an apartment um, a couple months ago, and we were really considering it, but the challenge we were having is the growth rate in the area was it was kind of in the country and so it's kind of a a cost-benefit analysis you know so you could get something cheaper maybe and you know let's say cheaper i'm putting that in my air quotes less expensive less expensive (laughs) on the front end on the front end but if the growth is waning if it's not if there's not income coming in if there's no jobs coming in and this is why your job is so important what you guys do because you have to have industry coming in or you, you start to die. Yep. And nobody wants a, a slow death. You know, you want growth because that brings new life and, and new opportunities for pit folks. The best way not to own something that nobody wants is not to buy something that nobody wants. Or in a place that nobody wants, right? <laughs> so that's why they say location, location, location with real estate. It's the same thing. you got to check not just where that property sits particular, but where it sits in general because – Something in one county or, or one, uh, you know, local municipality versus another can make a tremendous difference. And we've seen that with other governments saying, you know, you, you uh, can do things and you can't do other things, even with uh, restrictions on renting and, and just a variety of different reasons. And there's reasons people do those things. And during the break, we were talking about unintended consequences. And sometimes that happens with the best of intentions, municipalities put something in place and then realize, oh boy, yeah, we're, we're damaging future because of this thing we're trying to address. It's always a challenge. And I know it's not always perfect, but hopefully you're with a place that can look at it and say, you know, Hey, we need to address this again. So we don't look at West Columbia as being the city city. It's the, it's the people's city. And we try to find a way to say yes. Um, and allow folks to do the things that they want to do with their property unless there's a real reason why we need to say no. Absolutely. And there are reasons that you need to say no, I'm sure. You know, and this is, <laughs> this is part of that challenge. It's like, you know, we, you want to make it open for business, but at the same time you want to create keep, keep the integrity of whatever you're trying to create, a, a city and a field that is a place where people really want to come and put their homes, their family, and raise people or raise people raise a family and raise a you know have a good place to live business work life all that kind of thing you know i think of things like uh whenever i go on vacation and i've traveled all over the country but it's always good to come home and home is that place that we're trying to create in the midlands here so hang on through the break we will be back in uh, a little bit remember you can go to palmetto real estate pros.com see you on the other side Hello, it's Chad and Larry and Mr. Tim Miles. We're back with the Palmetto Real Estate Pros talking to one of the most 50 powerful people in the Midlands today. And um, he's going to get tired of hearing that, I'm sure. But this is good news because we've got the mayor of West Columbia, Tim Miles, with us. It's 947. It's cold outside. It's Friday. And we may have snow again. That's what I'm hearing are 
some vicious rumor, another snowstorm in South Carolina. But the good news is you got your snow tires already because you were prepared for the last one. Your <laughs> yeah. bread and milk is still saved. Yeah. So Change we're good. Is still on. <laughs> That's right. So, um, and I'm sure West Columbia has the snow plows out. Uh, we, we've got a, we've got an old beat up truck and a couple shovels. But, uh. <laughs> yes, it's not the same level of intensity they have in um you know up up north where they really have a problem. So uh, I passed a DOT truck the other day with a snowplow and a spreader on the back of it. I didn't know we had those things. <laughs> they converted it from something, I'm sure. They they don't have them in the, on the ready, but this is good. Um, so we've we've gotten uh, snow already, and then we got reports of possibilities. So hopefully for the kids' sake. You know, my nine-year-old, she was so excited to see snow. Um, and, and then the next morning, it's, it's basically gone. But, you know, it was fun while it lasted. So, I think the almanac's calling for a pretty strong snow. Okay, well, that's great news. I will let her know. So I'll tell her the uh, mayor of West Columbia said so. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> we got our coldest weather coming in February. That's normally our cold month. But real quick, Chad, if somebody wants to call in real quick, 803-799-TALK. Uh, we'll take one call here before we close out the day. <laughs> it is uh, 948. We have some time. So if you have a question for us or for the mayor, I'm sure he'd be glad to answer that. We were talking. Um, it was just, I know it's exciting to folks when we talk about taxes. Um, you, you probably couldn't, you could feel the excitement in people's cars as they're listening when we talk about taxes. However, it is something that has to be discussed, and that's what we were talking about. So you were talking about, Mr. Tim, about the, um, the, the, uh, the, the things that go into the tax base, what, you, what covers, um, and I'm sorry, it's just a Mr. Mayor, I'm sorry. So uh, you've got police, you've got fire. There's a lot of things that people really rely on for that, those taxes coming in. Absolutely. We've got police, we've got fire, we have sanitation. We have your sewer and water. You know, all of that's included in West Columbia. You get a sewer and water bill, but you get a cheaper rate if you're in city versus out of city um, because the citizens of West Columbia made the investment to put those those systems in. And I'm, I know that firsthand because I'm in Lexington, and my one of the bills I get is from the town of Lexington, and one is from West Columbia, and it is a, a different rate than, you know, us being in the city limits of Columbia. So Absolutely. those are benefits. It, it runs about double your, your in-town rate as opposed to your out-of-town rate, uh, at least for West Columbia. Does. Well, maybe you could hook me up. You know, you're the mayor. You know, do something about that for me personally. We'd be happy to discuss annexation with you. <laughs> that's right. But, you know, on, on this taxation note, so that's the thing that folks always think about is, is the money that they spend in taxes, right? But over the last several years, whenever we have – um, done residential annexations. We've sat down with those folks and we've shown them on paper. We said, "Look, you know, this is what your current taxes are. You're not in a municipality, right? You're paying for schools. You're paying for a county. Um, but in addition to that, you're paying out of town water and sewer. Um, you're paying for a private trash service to come pick up your trash. All right. From a dollars and cents standpoint, let's look at this and." Um, see how much the cost difference is if you come in. And when you look at that total uh, basket of everything that you pay, it ends up being about a neutral deal where, where they pay a tiny bit more in taxes, a couple hundred dollars a year, and they get all those things that come along with it. And what those things are, you get unbelievable police and fire services compared to being out in an unincorporated area where if you need a police officer, you pick up the phone, and they're there in a few minutes to your home as opposed to, you know, a much later response time. 
you get the service of a um, one of few fire departments in the state that has an ISO rating of one. Um, you know, you get incredible protections um, that come along with those other services, your water and your sewer. And it's really a minimal cost because we work hard to keep costs down in West Columbia. That's a that's great to hear, and and this is good that you do the cost benefit analysis because some people just don't know. You know, we have a lot of folks who want to be in the country, and there's reasons for that. You know, I, I kind of want to be in the country sometimes, but there is a there's a there is a, a cost benefit even there. You know, when you live out away, uh, you know, you don't have the fire and the police near you usually because you're out in an unincorporated area you have uh, have to have the septic tank and a well and you know there are additional things that you have to kind of uh, watch for and if those go out or go bad you're kind of you have to you know you could have major issues there absolutely so, so if you're making decisions based on cost and sense it's important to understand the cost and sense that go along with it that's right so we've it is uh, now 9:52. We only have a few minutes left on our show, but it's been great having the mayor of West Columbia with us, and we've had uh, you know a great discussion about a wide range of topics here today. If you have any questions for us, you can certainly call us. You can call in with the last few minutes here at 803-799-TALK. Reach us after the show is over at 803-939-8562. And certainly go to our website, palmettorealestatepros.com. Uh, once this show is over, within a day or so, we'll have this episode uploaded on our, uh, on our website. And you can check that out as well. And if you have questions for the town of West Columbia, if you are thinking about getting into that area or you live in the area, what is, what, how do they contact the city? So you know, the city, you can look up City of West Columbia online. Um, you can call the phone numbers on there. Um, we are available. Um, look us up. Check us out. If you live in West Columbia, we've recently rolled out an app that allows you to track you know, news and announcements from the city in, in real time. We work hard to push that information out to folks. Um, please give us a call if you're interested in our city. Please come see us. Um, lo- love to hear from you. Yeah, he's probably already got the snowstorm alert out somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I have a wonderful staff. They do all the work that I get to take credit for, and most of the time they're well ahead of there you go how long is the term a one year how long is the term for a year term four year term for the mayor okay so i'll run for re-election in 23 okay so it's good to have good people that are actually i think it's great that you're you know you're also an attorney um tell folks a little bit about your your your, uh, real job yeah i've been an attorney for 16 years um i practice my office right now is over in casey and uh I'm moving over to West Columbia. I'm redoing an office right now, but I think that's an important thing to note. You know, uh, the cities and and city government over um, on our side of the river, and along with the city of Columbia, we all work together very well. So I'm the mayor of West Columbia. My office has been in Casey for a while. Um, it's it's a wonderful area to live over there. It's a wonderful area to, to do business in altogether. I practice primarily litigation. Um, I don't do any family law work or criminal work. Um, but I do a, a lot of personal injury work on both sides, insurance and, and plaintiffs. Um, I do some personal and corporate dispute work where if you have a business partner you can't get along with, I try to help sort that out. But I tell people all the time, um, I want you to call me if you need an attorney. If I'm not the right attorney, I'll be happy to get you in touch with them. But if I, if I can help you, I'd like a chance to do it. Well, this is great. I mean, it's so good to know that we have people that are, 
in the local governments that are that care about where they live, that care about where they work. And I think most people do. You know, most people don't take time out of their lives to go do something else than what brings them their real source of, of uh, livelihood and uh, invest it in, you know, serving. And that's what you've done, and, and we're grateful that you've done that. I promise you there's very few people who don't do public service for the right reasons. Um, you know, folks look at it through a cynical lens, but if you put the time in that it takes to do the job, regardless of what your end goals are politically or what your individual things are on, on pieces of legislation or changes, you're doing it for the right reasons, whether I agree with you or what you're pushing for or not. That's right. So this is good stuff. So we want to make sure we uh, take care of the folks that are serving us because they hopefully are take care of, taking care of us. And, um, you know, if you're listening out there, remember you can go to palmettorealestatepros.com. Check us out after the show is over. We've got a lot of uh, folks that I know are listening because we've had the calls after the show saying, hey, we heard your show, but I didn't want to get on radio, so that's fine. If you have a question for us or for the mayor or for the city, whatever, uh, feel free to call us after the show. And worst case, call us, 803-939-8562, and we will direct you to where, where to go to get those answers that you need. And, again, you know, we're not attorneys. We get a lot of questions that are law questions. And we have to give those to someone else because I'm not a lawyer. I don't want to be one. Um, you did want to be one. So that's good for you. But I did not go through that process. So, You know, um, I, if anybody has legal questions out there, I'd be more than happy to talk with them. Just give me a call. Um, I'm on on the web, um, on the Internet. So uh, just reach out to me or, or you can call me. What's interesting, office. though, your, your name is spelled different. Um, so it's how, how do they find you online? So it's Tim T E M Miles M I L E S. My my full first name's Temus. It's been in my family forever. Or you can call me eight zero three two five three twelve eighty. Once again, that's eight zero three two five three twelve eighty. That's great. So if you need an attorney, you need legal advice. We have an attorney that can talk to you, and he's also the mayor of West Columbia. So this is good. It's good to have great people serving in our local governments, and um, we're probably you know really blessed to have you know a great city government the in west columbia uh the going into columbia i mean we we really are have a great place to live we're right in the middle of the state in the columbia area so you're close within an hour hour and a half to about anything mountains beaches whatever so folks forever have talked about standing in west columbia and seeing the view of downtown and it is spectacular i want to tell you it's the best view you can get but for the first time, due to our investments in the River District and private investment in the River District, you're starting to get a view standing in Columbia looking back over at West Columbia. That's great. Perfect way to end the show today. Go to palmettorealestatepros.com. We will see you guys next week. Have a Thanks great weekend. Thanks for being with us. Thank you all.